This, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career? Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. And Kayla. With Married to Safety. Wherever you are and however you may be listening, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to start this episode just like we do every single episode, and we are going to breathe. So let's settle in and don't close your eyes if you're driving and let those shoulders just relax. Roll them around a little bit. Move your neck around a little bit. Take a big, huge, deep breath in the nose. Hold it for three, two, one, and release. I'm much less stressed when you do the four, three, two, one. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You don't like eight minutes? No, because you start off with one, two, three, four. I never know when it's going to end. Four, three. I'm like, yes, four seconds. Haven't I always done that? I don't know. We should breathe again. Okay, let's take it all the way to the top. Four, three, two, one. (sighs) So in the last episode, we talked about primary foods, and I gave an example of people normally thinking about the the normal food groups, right? So you're talking about the the meat group, the, the dairy group. I even said cookie dough was a group. And, and I firmly believe that. And you've never seen anybody in your life get more excited about something than me with cookie dough. There is a little stand at Disney Springs. And it is, is I know Kayla's looking at me like I'm crazy, but I want to talk about cookie dough. So I'm going to talk about cookie dough because I have a relationship. <laughs> I have a relationship with cookie dough. So th- this particular place, you get a little, um, and I'm making my hands into like a cup. And you can't see that, but it's going to be pretty cool. But it's a cup of cookie dough, and it's raw. And then they put bacon on top of it, and it's just the most glorious thing. I enjoy my relationship with cookie dough. However, comma, that relationship is not a healthy relationship. It's, it's somewhat toxic, if you would. And it's toxic not because of the cookie dough, but why I eat the cookie dough. So tell us a little bit more about relationships and, and primary foods. So that's a really good point that I know. you have a relationship with <laughs> I crushed with it, starting dough. off. Yeah, it's a really good point. You do have a relationship <laughs> with cookie dough. And that's not really a bad thing if you could maybe not eat the whole bowl. It's, or, the, reason, it's the reason I go after the cookie dough. It's, yeah. It, I can't have like a little bit. That's true. So... So analyze why you are going after the cookie dough, but also realize that if that's really something that just absolutely brings you joy, then don't take that out. Maybe just have a few bites of it or ask them to give you a smaller portion or, you know, it's not like you go get this every day. No, but here's where, here's where we screw up and, and you are so spot on with, um, Kayla talks a lot about food stacking and, you know, you have to indulge yourself. You have to have these relationships, and they're super important. But maybe I don't need the cookie dough after I've had a burger, fries, an appetizer, and a couple beers, right? Maybe I don't need to stack that. 
Maybe I could have something healthy and then have some cookie dough at the end to celebrate. Okay, right? so I'm sitting here in my mind thinking, yes, you are correct. I do talk about stacking because I sometimes say, like, if you're going to have a sandwich and chips, maybe save the chips for a little later or just have a couple with the sandwich just for that little crunch and then save the rest for a snack later instead of eating them all at the same time and kind of overwhelming your body. So I do talk about separating foods and things like that. But you just said stacking and I had one thing in my mind, and then you went back to, like, a cheeseburger before you ate the cookie dough, when in my mind, I was actually just thinking about the bacon on top of the cookie dough, which is, like, the ultimate stack. Bacon has never hurt anybody. <laughs> bacon is perfect in everything it does. Let's keep bacon out of this conversation about relationships, because bacon's important. <laughs> <laughs> bacon's sacred, right? So so okay. why are... Why are why are relationships important in our life as a primary food? Because we talked about joy. We talked about endorphins. What makes relationships so important as it relates to primary foods? Right. So I think what we want to do right now is touch on what our primary food that we focused on last time was joy. So I am going, we're going to kind of do a series of things, of, of shows about primary foods because this is not what you put on your plate guys yes we want you to focus on that too but you are really going to start to see how all of these intertwine together so today is relationships last week was joy I want you to stop and ask yourself right now how do you feel about these things how do you currently spend time in these areas how would you like to spend time in these areas? What could you change about them? Which elements could you most improve in both of these areas? And you're talking about joy Joy and relationships, yes. And how can you make space for the changes that you actually need? So life is about space. Your body is about space. Making space for the positive things, right? And pushing out the negative things. So what help from others might you need? Really important one there. And so let's take a look at that. What would balance look like to you? I know we talked about balance a lot, and balance is unique to each individual. And what may feel balanced for one person may not feel balanced for another. It may seem stressful or boring to someone else. But when you ask yourself how you're doing in these two areas – joy and relationships, then you actually need to realize how those go together. So on our circle of life that we use, joy is there, relationships are there, and social life is there. So you have to realize that you need to have these people in your life that make you better. If you don't mind, can I give an example sure. of, of something that, that really struck me as we were preparing for this episode? I thought about a lot of things and I thought about relationships and I was like, you know, it's so, so important to go and build relationships. It is. And they talk about that. It's, it's like safety 101. And, and it's it's funny, you know, people have gone from being safety cops to trying to build relationships and if you don't do it organically, it comes off so clunky and so weird. And people have gone to these classes and these seminars and they say, oh, I've got to go build relationships. 
And people pick up on that. People pick up when you're not authentic about building a relationship. But when we lived in Northern California working for Hensel Phelps, what an amazing group of people, what an amazing group of friends. But I had some special moments and it was a tough project. The, the project that we were on was, was just downright nasty. It was, you know, building a prison. It was in Stockton, California, not exactly the most de- desirable place on this planet. If you don't know about Stockton, Google it and you will understand what I'm talking about. And there were times when I was so stressed out and so frustrated, just kind of with everything that was going on. And there's times that I wasn't frustrated with what was going on. And I know that I had a bad, a better attitude and a better outlook on life some days more than others. And I finally pinpointed on what that was. Um, I would drive from Elk Grove down to Stockton every single day. Um, and most Saturdays, right? A lot of Saturdays of work. And it's probably a 30 minute drive. And in that 30 minute drive, you can either have a ton of positive energy that builds up, or you can have a ton of negative energy that builds up. And I would find myself, you know, when I was driving by myself, you know, thinking about finances, thinking about things that caused me anxiety, caused me to be anxious, things that caused me to be stressed. And, you know, Lolly, the new puppy, Lolly, our our rescue dog that used to bring all of the sprinkler heads to me in one big pile and break them every single day, you know, causes stress. What are some of the things that didn't cause me stress? Well, I had some dear friends, still great friends, Sadie and Frank that worked for, for Hensel Phelps. And they said, Hey, you live up there. We live up there. Why don't we just carpool together? And we were like, yep. And so Frank had a company vehicle and we could save on gas. We could save on everything, but it was just rolling three deep in, in, in the, the front seat. And it wasn't comfortable. It was a little bit clunky and funky, but we made the very best of those rides. We would play crazy music. We would look up things on the internet and, and listen to them on the, on the way down we would sing John LaJoy. If you don't know who John LaJoy is, is, is incredibly humorous. And, you know, Frank and I would convince Sadie to sing inappropriate rap lyrics. It made our day. And, and if you, if you want to hear something funny, hear Sadie sing Tupac. It makes me happy. It brings me joy to this very day just thinking about that. But I remember when I was with Sadie and Frank, we would arrive at the job site and I'm in a much better mood. Like the, the whole outlook on the day was much different and I was excited about the ride home. Like it was, it was this thing that brought me joy and I didn't realize until Kayla went through the school that that primary food of joy, that's one of the things that satisfied it. And my relationships with everybody on that project were better because of those car rides in with Sadie and Frank. And they weren't all awesome and amazing, and you, know, you didn't leave just giggling. But there was a lot of laughter, a lot of fun, and I, I brought that home to me, to to you guys. When when yes. I would bring home those, that positive energy, you can tell the difference when I bring home positive and when I bring home negative energy. Right. Well, and you also brought those people into our lives. I mean, Sadie and Frank were so fun to hang out with, and um, their families were so fun to hang out with. And we all became a bigger part of each other's lives, I think, because of those card ride, the car rides. And, um, you know, Frank and Erica were a huge support to me. And 
their family, the, the twins. Oh, the twins. Yes, I, I loved hanging out with them, and I loved that Erica would ask me to help because sometimes she just needed an extra hand, and I only had one child. She had three. And now Sadie has a beautiful little girl, and I wish that we could be closer and, and have that joy in our life because they've all brought so much joy to us, and that is because we had relationships with them and go ahead yeah I was gonna say that those were so important to me because you know there was a lot of burnout on that project there was a lot of people that really really got frustrated and no matter what work you do it doesn't matter your occupation there's gonna be times that it just sucks it just it's no fun the the days are long and they're they're just kind of tough And what I've found is what's helped me get through some of those times is understanding the relationship part of it and how that impacts everything in my life and finding joy in relationships. Right. And one thing that we do that we probably need to do a much better job of is when we have people in our life that don't bring us joy, that it's, it's not a positive experience. We're doing it out of obligation. We're having a relationship with those people out of obligation we tend to get really, really frustrated. And that's where Kayla and I develop some of our anxiety and some of our stress is when we're, when we have relationships with people that don't bring us joy. Right. And I was just thinking about that with, with uh, Frank and Erica and Sadie, they were so different because we did hang out with them outside of work, but work was never mentioned. And that's a beautiful thing. Like you can't always bring you can hang out with people that you actually work with and that are, you know, that you sometimes combine your social life with business and, and that's okay, but you can't always bring that with you. And we were all really great at separating that. And that's a huge thing. Now coming from a family that was, that was always kind of self-employed and, and that kind of thing. Josh is playing with his microphone and ADHD. Yeah. That's, yes. That's my issue. And so coming from a, a family like that and then actually being involved with our business together, this is something that we really have to focus on and work on on a daily basis. We have to learn to separate our relationship as a married couple, our relationship as, with our son we have to learn to separate all of those from work because, and we, we just have to stop sometimes and say no business, none. And that's really a difficult thing. But I, knowing that we're both sitting here with wearing SLI shirts right. <laughs> and full on in, in full on yes, SLI garb. True. But I do encourage you to evaluate right now, all the things that we just talked about your joy in your relationships, and your social life. Because all three of those are so related, you guys. They are so related. So analyze that. And when we say, you know, get out the toxic people, that doesn't mean being mean to people or, you know, just pushing them out. But you may have someone at work or in your life that's negative. And you can't let them bring you down. So if there is someone in your life that you feel like you need to get out, then definitely do that because that will bring you down quicker than anything. And if that's a possibility, if it's just 
you know, a friend or someone that you've been acquainted to and you realize like, oh my gosh, I can't listen to them anymore. Like we've grown apart, whatever. Then maybe have a talk with them and just say, you know what? I think we need to break up. Now you, I think we- you just said you should have a talk, but in our previous episodes, we talked a lot about crucial conversations. Yes. And that would be a great example of a crucial conversation. And so, you know, some relationships morph over time, right? Relationships tend to um, ebb and flow based on, you know, the circumstances of those two people or the people in the relationship. It doesn't matter if you're married, friends, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And the thing about friendship is that you should be able to have a conversation with your friends and say, holy cow, we we are always so negative. Let's find a way to be positive and have that conversation and say, look, I don't like our relationship right now. It used to be fun. There's a, really, there's a reason you're in a relationship with somebody, but if it's no longer fun, have that conversation with those people because they may be craving the exact same thing that you are. Right. But that's tough. It's really tough to have those conversations. Oh, it's tough, but you will see that people follow your lead. And so a lot of people come and talk to me, and that was even before I became a health coach. I'm just sort of one of those people that, like, I draw people in to just tell me their problems. And that's not always fun. I mean, I, it's not. But there's this particular person that I can think of in my past that I would always be like, hey, how are you? And, oh, boy, that was not the proper thing for me to say to that person. Because when I did, this person responded by saying, well, blah, 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 you know. And then I I left this person like, oh, wow. I just said, hey, how are you? And now I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm terrible. And because they brought me down. And so... What I had to do is change my approach because it's not always about that person. Maybe you can spread positive things to them by just changing your approach, by taking a look at yourself. And so I changed my approach with this person and I started to say, hey, it's good to see you. And I didn't give them an opportunity to talk to me about negative things and they would say, Good to see you too. And I would just keep on trucking because I knew that, A, I didn't have time to listen to the same things again. B, they only did this because I invited them in. And yes, you want to be there for people, but some people are just negative. And so if you can spread that positivity by just changing your approach just one little bit, then do it. And it's it's really funny. The, the reason that Kayla and I kind of get along so well, sometimes we get along, <laughs> but the reason that is because is we're completely different. We're, we're totally opposite. Kayla is very relationship-driven. She, she will just absolutely do anything for a relationship. And I'm the type of person that if I don't see any value in it, I'll just cut it off. Boom, just be done with it. And that's not an appropriate way to be. That's not a good friend. That's not a good way to, to be in any situation. So we're, we're continuing to evolve. But... Kayla gets taken advantage of a lot because people do take advantage of her generosity with relationships and she tends to give a lot more than she receives. And so look at your relationships in your life. We've got so many that we're, we're looking at and we're evaluating and there's so many amazing people in our life and some of those relationships have turned you know negative and a lot of that has to do with us and our vibe that we're putting off. Sure. So you have to remember you're responsible for the vibe that you put out in the world. 
you're responsible for that. Right. And, you know, if somebody is putting off a vibe that you don't like, talk to them about it. Have a crucial conversation. Don't just stop that conversation, go and talk to Kayla and say, I really can't stand that person, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And I think that when talking about relationships and joy, we can also relate this a little bit to our son because we all know that teenagers go through issues with friends and things like that. And so our son's kind of been going through a little conflict with a friend and it's, it's been really negative for us. And we've tried to coach him and say, what have you done in this situation that you could change? How can you turn this situation around? How can you approach this person in a positive way as opposed to the way that you've, you know, you're frustrated and, and all these things. And this person has just been really bringing a lot of negativity into not only our son's life, but our life. And it's just not okay. So if you're experiencing that, make sure that you're evaluating yourself Make sure you're trying to turn things around and be positive because we all need to take a look at our social life. But this is not just about social life and friends. Realize that, like Josh said, he has a relationship with cookie dough. Apparently he has one it's with an, bacon too. An excellent, yes. And, and we all need to take a look at all of our relationships because relationships, yes, do relate a lot to our social life and our friends, but also in the workplace. Spread positivity. That You won't believe how much it will change. Absolutely. If you just make everything positive and if you have a crucial conversation with someone about how they may be affecting you and say, hey, let's make this positive. Let's talk about this. So really just analyze your relationships today, and we're going to keep reminding you of analyzing these primary foods, joy and relationships and your social life so far. Analyze those. Think about those. Make space to make more positive vibes come from and i just want to make sure that everybody who's listening understands we've gone an entire episode i mean we're getting ready to close this we're getting ready to be done with this episode and you haven't cried yet this is so um remember how sad it was when we left northern california and had to leave frank and yeah and erica is that gonna make you cry yeah okay we're not going to make you cry. Let's let's not do that today. So just remember that if, if you're in a space in your life that you're not happy with, you know, realize that there's some things that you could do to improve. There's a lot of, you know, relationship is a two-way street. Relationships are primary foods. Relationships impact every part of, of your day, every part of your life. So if you put positivity out in the world, you shall receive positivity. If you put out negative energy, you shall receive that thing. And so if people are struggling right now, what should they just do? Just breathe. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you are, do great things and be positive. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, 
recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.